Welcome to Senior Living Arizona, where we take senior living to the fullest. Join us as we explore Arizona's hotspots and senior-friendly activities, collect tips for great fun and food, and talk about enjoying all that Arizona living has to offer. Brought to you by Senior Living Services in Arizona, please welcome our host, Linda Mettler. Welcome to Senior Living Arizona. My name is Ed Bejarana, and I am the producer for Senior Living Arizona. Ordinarily, you would be hearing Linda Mettler's voice right now, but as we were planning our episodes for the holiday season, we went back into the archives for an episode I did with Dr. Mary Peebles-Turner a few months back, talking about dental care during tough economic times. This is a rebroadcast of that episode for your enjoyment. I have probably one of the more important topics to talk about today. It it has to do with health, but we're going to kind of take a unique approach. We're going to look at dental health and how it impacts your overall health. Right now, we're going into a recession. It's clear the recession is coming. We've got financial troubles uh, in the economy that, honestly, we haven't seen since the 70s. We go back and remember when gas prices were soaring and interest rates were crazy. Remember when we were buying homes and trying to get the assumable loans and interest rates were 18%? Yeah, all of that's new again. All of that's coming back. And, And with that, our limited budgets, those of us on retirement incomes, start to make us make decisions. Decisions like, should I put gas in the car or feed the family? Should I take a walk or stay home? Or more importantly, should I go get my teeth cleaned or just save the money? And today with me uh, on the phone, I have Dr. Mary Peebles-Turner, who is going to tell us about the, the implications of dental health as it pertains to our regular health. Dr. Mary, thank you so much for taking time to talk with Baby Boomers Radio. Thank you for having me. Now, before we dive into the meat of the topic, let's give the listeners just a little bit of information about you. Who is Dr. Mary? Well, that's a good question. Um, I do a lot of different things. I'm into triathlon. I'm into different activities such as hiking and boating. I love to do genealogy. And of course, um, I have a dental practice and I'm extremely concerned about the dental health of my patients and keeping them on level at all times. Now, where, how far have you traveled for triathlons? Have you gone to Coeur d'Alene? No, I haven't gone to Coeur d'Alene. I've gone to China and Sweden and Canada and Kona. So a number of different places. That's fantastic. We have a- <laughs> we have a full triathlon and a half triathlon here in Coeur d'Alene, and Inc- and it it just exhausts me to watch you guys running. Um, I mean, but that's as close to the exercise as I get. But I, I <laughs> it is a grueling sport. My goodness. Now, yeah, my husband has a little trouble following me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think the tech is cool because there's like a tracker on you. And your family and friends know where you are on the course at all times, right? So they, they, can, like, yeah. they can pull up and actually see you throughout the course, throughout the race. 
which I think is really cool. You sh- yeah, they can track us as long as the tracking doesn't go down. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> now let's talk about how and why did you get into dentistry? Well, that's pretty an easy answer. My father was a dentist and my grandfather was a dentist. And one summer, my dad needed an assistant. I grew up in a very small town of about a thousand. So it isn't like there were extra people around that new dentistry, not that I did, um, that he could hire for the summer while his uh, assistant was out. So I went down to the office not knowing anything at all. And it was like, hey, this is really pretty cool. And um, went on from there. What was it about dentistry, though, that kind of grabbed hold of you? That, you know, that would seem like an odd field to go in, even though it like, sounds like the family business. What was it about dentistry that attracted you? Well, I always say I'm genetically correct, okay? Um, and that, that's, that's where I was. I mean, some people don't like to put their fingers in people's mouths and touch saliva or see teeth or whatever. But I saw where my dad could um, treat these patients um, at all different age levels. And if they had a toothache, you could help them get better. You could help them eat. You could help them, you know, speak. A lot of people were concerned about their smiles, even back in the 60s and 70s and wanted, um, you know, a pretty smile. Um, things are, have drastically changed since then. Uh, but uh, even at that point, people were concerned about their looks and that. And it was like you felt like you were helping people. Now, without dating yourself, uh, how, how long have you been in the dental industry? Roughly. <laughs> A long time. 40 years at least. So, I, I quit out at it. Well, yeah, After you know, 10, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> From a standpoint of what we just went through with the pandemic, what major changes have taken place in the dental industry from then versus now? From since before the pandemic right. to now, yeah. Um, you know, we we saw well just with the pandemic, we were out of the office for at least six weeks. It took us a while to get back in. Um, we've seen a lot of, uh, dental assistants and hygienists leave the profession. Um, we've seen a lot of people afraid to come back into the office. Fortunately, most of that is changing, but we did see a lot of seniors, especially come back in with exacerbated dental needs. Um, and that, uh, we're seeing people kind of getting back on track again, but it seems like you know, with each surge, the person that was afraid to go out of their house still is. Um, so we're seeing more people that aren't regularly seeing dental care than what we used to see. Let's talk about the overall health implications we face when our dental health kind of goes south. What, what are some of the things that you most commonly see? Usually what I see is someone that knows they have a dental issue. Let's say they have a tooth that's broken and it might need a crown. They get ill, whether it's they need their hip replaced, a a knee, they fall down, they find out they have a systemic illness. It's usually at that point in time that that tooth was on the edge, now needs a root canal. So they're dealing with more than one health problem at a time. They have a tooth that's hurting, they have a knee that needs to be replaced, Um, maybe they have 
um, were diagnosed with high blood pressure, diabetes, something like that, that they all have to contend with. Um, and that's hard for seniors. Yeah. This is going to sound kind of odd. I have never had a root canal in my life, knock on wood. Um, what, what are the health implications of not getting a root, can, root canal taken care of? What could happen? Besides the pain, you I know, mean, it's, yeah, I'm sure it hurts. Besides the pain, you, um, you know, the health things are, if you leave an infection in your mouth going untreated, you have the potential for your face to swell up. Um, you know, patients have put themselves in the hospital on IV antibiotics just to get the infection under control. And then they still need to deal with the tooth itself, the source of the infection. So it can go to that extreme. It can say kind of smoldering, shall we say? Well, you know, it kind of hurts and you realize you shouldn't eat or chew on it because, you know, every time you do, it does hurt to, you know, putting you in the hospital with a major infection. Now, what sort of um, issues do blood thinners have with regards to dental care? I ask that because I am on blood thinners after heart surgery. Um, are there are there issues that seniors fear that having dental work done could be complicated by their anticoagulants? You know, in the past, we used to talk with your cardiologist and we'd take you off your blood thinners for a few days. Let's say you needed a tooth extracted or you were going to have some other sort of dental procedure that might cause some bleeding. We don't do that anymore. We have found that although you may have more bleeding because your bleeding time's higher um, than the, an, another patient would, we are able to control it easier. We found in the past that taking you off of those blood thinners for even a short period of time, it's hard to get you regulated again. I don't know what type of blood thinner you're on, um, but some of them take more time to regulate than others do. Um, but now we're not really taking you off and we're not seeing problems with it. Excellent. Now, many seniors, when faced with you know, limited income versus rising inflation, they're, they're making decisions to cut back on what they would consider discretionary spending, which unfortunately includes dental care. What do you suggest a senior on a limited budget do when faced with this decision? You know, it always comes back to just good dental health habits. In other words, brush your teeth, wash your teeth, and watch your diet. If you're sitting home all day still drinking that Coke, um, you're causing a lot of decay. If you're not brushing your teeth, again, you're just going to increase the dental problems that you have. Um, so I see keeping up your home care. I would still come in, obviously, from my point of view and get your teeth cleaned in that. It's a lot cheaper to take care of a small problem than it is a big problem. Now, from a standpoint of drinks, obviously sugary drinks like sodas are bad for your teeth. What other drinks are bad for your teeth? And maybe should be avoided if you're if you're making decisions based on budget that is pretty much anything that comes in a bottle that isn't a hundred percent water is acid and you're pouring that acid on your tooth you know some people drink it slowly some th people drink it multiple times throughout the day i have a lot of patients that want to go off their coke but they're substituting uh, sparkling water, which is still carbonic acid. It's an acid on your tooth. If you're drinking a vitamin water, 
You have usually vitamin C in there. Vitamin C is an acid. If you're drinking things like Propel, a lot of them have enough titratable acid that comes out that it makes it even worse than Coke. So it comes back to drink water. It's very inexpensive. You get it out of the faucet, you put it in a glass and you drink it. Um, It's a great, you know, for you. Now, I use that um, water additive, I don't know if you're familiar with it, called Mio, M-I-O. I, I, you know, it comes in like sweet tea and, and watermelon. And, I, you know, I look at the in, ingredients because I, I can't have sodium and um, calorie input is supposed to be limited. And this stuff has neither of those. Are you, are you familiar with these Mio additives at all? No, I'm not. But most of them make that water acidic gotcha gotcha uh, now what about alcohol de- well <laughs> if you're drinking it all day every day you, you're already having problems so. yeah, yeah, don't replace water with wine but it works for jesus but good. <laughs> yeah that's right um it's just a different you know um most of the time you know it's kind of like this if you're gonna drink that coke down the hatch use a straw get it past your teeth. Nobody's going to drink beer through a straw. Hate to break it to you, but that's not going to happen. But usually it's a more limited beverage than the Cokes and the sodas or the waters or the water additives. And I've seen that with, I know Crystal Light came out with something. I'm not a real artificial sugar person. So um, I always like to see people have more natural foods than that. Um, And I, I know if you were hooked on the sodas it's hard to get off the bubbles and for whatever reason then people want to put a flavor in it and that's kind of how i see the progression goes it takes a while to trade your habits over okay so let's move from drink to food are there foods that are either better or worse for dental sensitivity that seniors should be concerned with um some people like to chew on like lemon rinds and orange th- orange slices, which if you keep it in your mouth all day for a long period of time, it's going to cause, again, it's an acid, it erodes your teeth, it dissolves them away. If you're, you know, have an orange and you chew it and you eat it, you know, that doesn't take you that long to do it and it's good for you. Um, so it's kind of how you eat the the foods in that does that make sense sure absolutely what what about like corn corn on the cob versus taking the corn off the cob are there are there dental implications or dental benefits to certain kinds of foods um not really you know i'm i'm happy you're eating your vegetables <laughs> i i do like the broccoli and brussels sprouts i have to say those little mini cabbages when when they're done right in the air fryer I just love Brussels sprouts. So now are there some home treatment options that can kind of help stretch out the dental dollar seniors can can take in mind? Absolutely. You know, I like to see my seniors on a power brush. Most seniors may have arthritis or limited dexterity. I think the power brush does an awesome job cleaning their teeth. Um, I, you know, I, if they have limited dexterity, an investment in a water pick is an awesome option also. Um, them keeping up with their home care. 
if they're a snacker, in other words, they're eating multiple snacks throughout the day, they may need to brush a third time during the middle of the day. Doesn't cost them anything to do any of those projects. If they don't have, you know, uh, most of the power brushes you can get at Costco or Target or Walmart, and they're pretty economical. Um, and if it saves you one cavity, you actually made money. Um, but with the seniors especially, a lot of them have trouble flossing. They need to add a water pick in. They need to add some soft picks in or um, to make sure that they are keeping their teeth clean. If they can keep their teeth clean and their gums healthy, they're going to have less of a dental bill. That's marvelous. Yeah, I, I forgot all about the water picks. They were they were super popular in the 70s. I remember having one, but um, yeah, I haven't had one in decades. So that's a great suggestion. Now, how many times a year should a senior get their teeth cleaned? Well, it kind of depends upon the senior. You know, um, I see patients that have absolutely no dexterity whatsoever. In other words, uh, maybe there's in a skilled care facility or an assisted living facility. Some of those I like to keep on a, a month schedule to a two-month to a three-month schedule. In other words, if that patient can't, or isn't able to brush and floss their teeth, I like to keep them on a real close schedule. If on the other hand, it's an 85 that's jetting around the world and has absolutely no problem cleaning their teeth, we see them on more like a six month schedule. So it really depends upon the needs of the patient. Um, you know, usually we end up with a three to four month. A lot of seniors are on a lot of medication um, that dry their mouth out. That dryness caused dental problems very fast. Three to six months, we can see root carries on that. I like to get them on a lot of different over-the-counter things. Um, I usually recommend the xylitol products. There's a, def a bunch of different ones out there now. It's been kind of hard because of all the supply chain issues to go into like Walgreens or Target or Walmart or whatever your favorite store is and check what products they have because it's they're continually changing. But what you're looking for is the product that has 100% xylitol in it. Sprite, is the, that is their claim to fame. I don't make any money off of them, but they consistently put out 100% product. The other product on is made by Oracote. It's Xylomelts. And it's just a little tablet that has some gum on the back of it that sticks in your cheek, cheek and stimulates salivary flow which is super good, especially for those patients that are waking up in the middle of the night, have a glass of water by their bedside, and they, it, their mouth is so dry they can't sleep. Some of them, it's so dry that they can't eat. Those are patients, again, we're keeping on a shorter time frame, um, doing fluoride treatments every three months. We're, we're trying to decrease the amount of decay that they have in their mouth. You know, and that is such a good point. I, I'm on um, heart beat regulation. I'm, I take Norpace and uh, it makes my mouth incredibly dry. Uh, you know, there are times when I just can't sleep. I have to get up and, and go drink some water, which causes problems then on the prostate side because I don't sleep a full night. I just, I have a, a series of naps that are interrupted by having to get up and pee. Exactly. Well, there's other products out on the market and I think seniors would like to hear about them. Um, they make a xylitol clear gel. Biotin makes products. 
Um, and essentially what it is, is the clear gel that you can put on your tissue. It does not interfere with your medications, which is the other problem seniors have, is you can't have something that you're taking or you're using that interferes with your medication. So the xylitol, the xylomelts, I think are super cool. Oracote is also coming out with mouse sprays. Fry has them. Uh, Biotene has them. A lot of different companies are coming out. So look at your bottle. Look for xylitol as the first ingredient. Some of the mints, some of the gums, like uh, the sugar-free gums in that, they're 100% xylitol. The, the reason I, I don't give their names is those products, those sugar-free products are, um, that are made by a more popular company uh, continually change their ingredients. And they have new and improved, whatever, and they change the ingredients around. So pick it up at the checkout, look at it. Is xylitol the first ingredient? If it is, you can get it. Sorbitol increases bacteria growth. Xylitol decreases it. It gives your mouth that, that smoother feel. They also make the xylitol in gums and mince forms. Someone like yourself might want to do mints three to four times a day. If you don't have a jaw or a chewing issue, you can chew gum three to four times a day. They only put enough flavor in it to last about five minutes. So it kind of cleans your mouth and it helps you keep that wetness in there. I know patients that put that, that or it's a little xylomelt and it sticks on your cheek and they use that um, and it helps stimulate salivary throughout the day. They have mouth sprays that are out on the market that you can spray into your mouth to make it feel, have more moisture in there. And patients say, well, why are you giving me? Just give me the best one. And what the reality is, is I have patients come back and they say, that tastes terrible. I'm never going to ever use that again. But I found this product and I like that. So keep looking. They continually change the products out there um, and that. I also recommend using a high fluoride toothpaste. It's usually a prescription item. You need a little more fluoride on those teeth to toughen them up so you don't get decay. So it kills the bacteria in your mouth and keeps it at that normal, healthy level. So there's lots of different things you can do to help with that dryness through the night. Now, um, now speaking about dryness, I would imagine uh, CPAPs can cause some dryness issues. Are, are there any issues with CPAP machines? <laughs> There's a lot of issues with CPAP machines. <laughs> um, one, that it's very hard for the patient to wear. They do have to regulate the oxygen in that. I see a lot of joint issues with them depending upon their, how their mask fits on their face. A lot of times they have it pulled so tight that it puts pressure on their jaw and they end up with joint issues. In other words, they have problems opening and closing. I, um, they're getting it to more where they're just putting the cannulas into the nose in that, and that seems to work a little better. Um, but anything that dries your mouth out, um, it's going to cause problems. Yeah. It's going to cause problems, but CPAPs, I see more joint issues with that. More like TMJ or something like that. Is that what it's called? Well, they're putting pressure on their joint and they're causing muscle problems because gotcha. they have to hold that mask tightly onto their face. Right. Now, are there any national programs to help seniors offset costs of expensive dental work? Uh, most of them are, uh, there's like DDS, which is Donated Dental Services, and that's pretty much throughout the country where um, they do a financial, they screen you, and then they um, uh, uh, 
get you to a dentist. You go through the program once and it's all free. So there are different dentists that go through that. Um, most of the stuff is more local um, in that. What? I think there's a lot of home, uh, you know, it, uh, there's a lot of good faith dentistry being done that isn't part of any organization. I don't know how else to say that. How, how do folks learn more about donated dental options? It's dental lifeline. Uh, go online, Google search it. I think you have to fill out a form. I'm on the other end of it. I'm a provider on the other end of it. I think you have to fill out a financial form and go through a screening process and that. Marvelous. Now, how do folks learn more about you and your dental practice? Well, um, they can go online. I'm at broomfielddentist.com. We have a lot of good information on there. We like to have different topics online that you may be interested in. Of course, you can always contact our office and give us, um, ask us questions about our different dental services or just stop by and visit us. So I'll include a link to your website in the show notes. Now, before we wrap up today's episode, let me first say thank you so much for taking time to talk with Baby Boomers Radio. Do, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share with the listeners? I really think that, you know, dental services aren't that expensive when I see what the cost of neglect is. Um, in other words, one root canal pays for a couple years of just dental cleanings. So I, I, I really do like to see that, that regular dental care, even if they have to wait a little bit to get that more expensive care. Well, Dr. Mary, thank you so much. Appreciate you coming on today. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed talking with you. Hi, all. With the holidays just right around the corner, as a senior, I'm sure you're looking for ways to not only stay healthy, but active as well. Here are a few pointers to keep you on track during the holiday season. Plan meals to avoid overindulgence. As we know, the holidays are the time when we gather with family and friends, which can definitely lead to overindulgence with food. Smaller portions are key. And don't forget, wine and cocktails take in moderation. Make healthy choices. This is easier when you keep healthy options like fresh vegetables and fruit on hand. Stay involved, cook a dish, or maybe decorate your home. Spending time with family and friends, especially during the holidays, is a time for you all to get together and make memories. This Senior Minute has been brought to you by Ventana Winds Retirement Community, offering assisted living and memory care located in Youngtown, Arizona, located near Sun City. Please visit us at www.ventanawinds.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Senior Living Arizona. Please share this podcast with friends and family and help seniors find the way to live life to the fullest. Help Senior Living Arizona increase our reach by taking a few moments to write a review. Senior Living Arizona is dedicated to bringing helpful tips that support aging successfully. Please reach out to us with topics you'd like us to cover. You can find us on social media at Senior Living Arizona and on the web at www.slscommunities.com. 